Jords. Yes. What are you saying, bro? All good, man. How it's are you? Good to meet you, man. Um, Likewise. Incredible. <laughs> huge fan. Huge fan. Seriously, you. of your music. Obviously, I'm yet to know you as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, bro, like, yeah. Nah, that means a lot, man. For real, like, yeah. Anyone who, you know, when you put you're all into something, do you know what I mean? So the fact that you like it is... Definitely. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. I wanted to start off with just a quote from one of your songs <laughs> and it's just a sentence and it's all my brothers wear crowns, hoodies or halos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's from a track called oh, Late, Late Night Talks. Late Night Talks 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... I think after, after listening to all of your catalogue, I feel like that line is one of many that sort of defines your values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a very like family orientated person. Like I've all my friends, like, most of my friends, I've known them since I was like 11. You know what I mean? Like we've grown up together from the same hood. Like I'm still in the same ends that you'll see me in every day. And I still chat to them every day. And those are my guys. And like when I go out and do something, I work to bring it back to where I'm from, if that makes sense. Mm. So yeah, man, I'm just doing it for the people that I'm around. Going out and doing the crazy things that I've done, like career-wise, then bringing it back to where you're from and sticking around the same people it keeps you grounded it keeps you level-headed it keeps you regular do you know what I mean so yeah I think it's important to have that kind of thing in your life I first came across you when my friend uh, Warner sent me Glide oh, which yeah. we were just talking about yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's probably the main reason why I started looking <laughs> into you we'll get to that later because obviously mm. that only came out last uh, earlier this year March last, I think March, yeah, March yeah. so, so We'll get to that later, but what I really wanted to start with was pretty much, you know, Croydon and mm. and your your upbringing yeah. and you know, what was it about? Why did you feel that music was your path? Um, accident really, if I'm honest. Like I grew up in like, Fortin Heath. My cousin is American. He's a songwriter from New York. He wrote. Um, that song just you know the Tory Lane song say it mm -hmm. the song that I sampled he wrote that song Brownstone if you love me and um so he always used to teach like, he taught he had this thing where he would teach me how to remember a phone number like he'd make a little melody for the phone number and I'd sing it and then mm. that's how you remember it so I always had those kind of things in my mind growing up um and then I you know I just always loved R&B music always had a love for that from like the way I was raised but then always that I loved that grime and hip hop and that kind of music from my environment right. and like peers and friends that I was around. So I think when I was 16, I was in college and I dropped out and I was rapping. I just like, just wanted to freestyle. I was watching like a Retro 2 Westwood freestyle and I thought, yeah, this is, this can't be, this can't be that difficult. Do you know what I mean? So I just started writing and then I recorded a little freestyle at my friend's studio this other guy called J Star Entertainment he saw it um, and he'd filmed like Krypton Conan and Cadet and those people he saw it and was like yo I really like your stuff um, come come like link me today I'm mm. doing this thing with Cadet and we went to like a Cadet video shoot and there was these two other guys there and he was like I want you guys to be like a rap group called um, the <laughs> called the Gully Kids yeah weird but um then we so we're at the cadet video shoot met him he was like yo you guys should do like a freestyle now and we we're like oh, yeah fuck it let's just do it like you know it's cadet and then did the freestyle j-star recorded it put it on youtube and then things kind of 
like around Croydon that was like circulating around mm. loads of people. Then from then, I think he took J Star. He's like a bigger reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. He took me to the studio with like J Five, but way back in the day. Guy called Dice as well, and from then I just kept. I don't know, I just kept making music. I didn't mm. stop. And then eventually I thought, this might as well, this feels like the thing that I want to do for a long time. Like dropped everything else that I was doing, like work-wise and, you know. What were you doing? I was, what wasn't I doing? I was, um, I was at uni. I, I was at uni for a bit doing music production. Um, I had a job, like an insurance office. Mm. Like just boring shit, man. And then I was doing a couple other things that, you know, you just do just to get some quick money and you know mm-hmm. what I mean but um and spoke to my dad I was like dad I really want to do this music thing like you know what what are you saying he's like yeah well you can either work all day and then work all night on the music or you can drop it or save for a bit drop it all and then like, like dive in head first and then that's what I did and f- fast forward four years we're here well Bro, let's talk about Blight. Yeah. That obviously that made so much noise for you. Yeah, man. It caught yeah. it caught everyone's attention. Mm. And then I was even more impressed when I saw that you had produced it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know what you were making? No. <laughs> I remember do you know what? So we had the Anthony Hamilton sample. It's like one of my favourite songs of mm-hmm. better days. And same thing, I was just like, I how, did you get, how did you clear that? Just on it. Stevie works magic still. <laughs> but um, no, literally, I think I I heard the song and I was just, I just got a new laptop and I was in my bedroom and I, my auntie was moving out of her flat and she had these speakers and I said, yo, can I just, t- can I take them? She was like, okay, go on then. <laughs> and I was just making bare beats and just was just trying different things and then I heard this sample and I thought oh let me see what I can do with this didn't think about making it into a song I was just like making the beat and I heard the beat and I was like yo this is kind of it's kind of tough man Mm. and I think I filmed myself dancing to the beat put it on Instagram and everyone was like yo like yo this is fire I thought I thought this is fire man like I don't really know what I'm going to do with it but sick and then one day I left it for like a week or so and I came back to it the next week and I just started rapping and just, I was just rapping to myself and I thought yo this is really like a, this is a really good song do you know what I mean and I was and I remember not having to think about this is the chorus or this is the da 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 I was just rapping to the tune and then yeah man it just went autopilot and then I remember playing it to my boys and they were like yo this is this is some fire shit man <laughs> but I made it in like July and we released it in March because we were just sitting on it for time mm. and I didn't really, we didn't really know what to do with it because like, I'm more like a project person, I don't really do singles like that. Um, then in January I just thought, you know what, let's just release it man because there's so many people that like it, let's just fuck it, just hit up whoever we can, whoever we know from anywhere and just try and get through the door. So w- was it... Was it part of a bigger play or was it just... Yeah, so I had the whole project yeah. complete. Well, I had the whole co- project there. It's still there. But um, we just had Glide and that just stood out to everyone. And to be honest, if I kept it with the project and it may still not even be out now, but mm. it's just about taking that first step and 
having like a fuck it moment and just releasing it. Definitely. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think since then it's like done amazing things. If I'm honest, like it's really changed everything for me. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's mad because I think I made that. You know what? So I made it. Was sitting on it for time. Then my grandma passed away, Sorry and then we had the whole body of work. And I was like, like life is short man let's just fuck it like literally that was it and then from then the trajectory just like changed everything so even if like glad hadn't come out we'd still have the same project that we're working on now you know what i mean it's just it's the same thing just on the bigger scale now because definitely glad came out it's elevated you yeah yeah 100 yeah. and then next thing i know i see a video video of you on twitter yeah. signing a deal with virgin yeah, yeah. When did that come? Um, whew, so Glide came out and we did so much of Glide independently. Like it got playlisted on BBC. We've done like a BBC radio London interview, live performance represent. We're just pushing it as much as we could. And then Stevie, well, we had the whole project there. And Stevie hit me up. He was like, yo, like I'm working on something, innit? And I was like, all right, cool, innit? <laughs> he's smiling shout out Stevie yeah shout out Stevie you hear me I was like yeah I'm working on something and we had this other song off the project as well called Halos and um, Stevie like he hit me up on a Friday he was like yeah I'm chatting to this guy and then on Monday he was like yeah I want you to come in and meet this guy I was like alright cool where is it he was like yeah um, Universal or Virgin mm. and I was like alright I was like alright cool and I, like, what's he saying he was like yeah just come in it and in the meeting and we were just chatting I was just literally just having a conversation with him talking about music and yeah, stuff yeah, he's yeah. like yeah 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 so uh, Barry he's like yeah so I wanna I'm not gonna lie I wanna put a deal across to you and I was like mm. okay I was there like okay yeah cool 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 all yeah. good like pretending yeah yeah this happens all the time whatever and then um, by the by the next week we had a deal everyone was like working on negotiating the best possible deal and blah 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 but then at that point a lot of other people started making noise. So like Coach K, he manages Migos. Mm -hmm. He'd flown to London and he wanted to meet me and play him the record. And I was playing, and he was. It was just like a crazy few weeks. Do you know what I mean? But with like Virgin and Lost Ones, they, I don't know, man. I felt like they just. It just seemed like where it I felt it right. It felt right. It felt right, and I just followed my gut. And then, yeah. When 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 it came through and when you signed it, mm. what feelings came up for you? Um, honestly, at the time, I was just like, because we knew it was going to happen for a long time. It took like a, a while to go through. But um, at the time, I was just like, all right, cool, like, we've signed now. All right, boom. That was it. It's like indifference. No difference. No, I didn't feel much of a difference once we signed. Like, we had the champagne. We had all of that. Yeah, yeah. I was just there, like, I don't know, like, it just felt like just felt like a normal step because it was the thing that we had been working towards yeah and I remember getting home and my mum was home and brought all my friends around like all family around and had a big thing at the house and I was even then I was a bit like okay cool like everyone's bare happy and I'm just kind of here then that night I don't know that that night I started taking it in I started deep in like how much work had gone into it and I just lost the emotions just started running I was bawling Went to my mum's room. I was like, "Yo, mama. <laughs> proper crying," mm. and I was like, "This is mad." Then I started deep in how 
bigger deal it was because like I've been making music since I was 16. Right. I was 24 when we signed. So it was like, that's like eight years of work that gone into that. So it sounds like you processed it correctly. Yeah, I think I, I'm always a bit like that. In the moment, I'm a bit like, all right, mm. whatever, and just do what needs to be done. And then afterwards, when I'm by myself, I start deepening things and I'm Dope. like, yo, like this is some real shit, man. And then, but then even then after that, I was like, cool, that's Monday, let's get back Time to work because we have to, there's no, there's no slacking, do you know what I mean? You can't just be the guy that's signed and not have anything off of it. Like then it's more pressure, everything's, double triple man 100 percent. yeah yeah let's just talk about your sound quickly eclectic is the word i'd use to describe okay, it man. yeah i'm guessing your influences are as well yeah yeah i, I listen to a lot of different things yeah. like as i said i was raised on like r&b but at the age by the age of a teenager listen to like grime hip-hop as yeah. you do as well as Anthony Hamilton. As well as Anthony <laughs> Hamilton. So like, literally. And then, like, I remember I had some random songs on my phone, man. I had, like, Celine Dion, mm. the Titanic song, I had, like, Aladdin, A Whole New World. This is back in the day, like, on my right. Nokia phone. So, like, if you go through my songs, and then there's obviously the Jamaican influence, because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, Caribbean and, like, gospel, because my mum was in church. And I just love the musicality of all of that. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm a fan of music before anything. And so I just, I don't know, man. There's no real, there's no rules for me. I don't, I don't really see it as you're this type of artist or you're the next uh, J. Cole, you're the next whatever. Like I just mm. sit down and make what I feel like making that day. And I don't know, it happens to. I think that's very common though nowadays because yeah. we're so like exposed to so many different types of music and content. Yeah. Like how can you be boxed? Yeah, there's no rules now. I think there's no rules anymore. Like before I've stepped into things and people have been like, yeah, I hear, I like this. You're like mm. the next blah, blah, blah. Or we want to hear more like Glad or we want to hear more like whatever. And um, do, yeah, you, like, do you think it makes it harder? It's never been hard for me, if I'm honest. Like I've always... I mean to mm, progress. Oh, to progress as in being eclectic or... or I mean, yeah, so like because, every, because it's so open nowadays, like um, anyone can do anything. Do you think it makes it harder to stand out? Nah, I just think if you're real, and it's, and it's real, and you're it comes from you, then that will shine through. Like mm. as I said, there's no rules to this, man. Like I, I don't see the, I don't see any limit. I don't see any box. I don't see any. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything that can you can't confine me to anything. If I wake up tomorrow and I feel like making a classical record, then fuck it, I'll do that. Like whatever like we'll make it work do you know what i mean i don't see it as a we're doing this to progress and get on this playlist and this 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 i just think you make the music first and then all the other stuff will figure itself out yeah don't worry that's admirable some of your highlights so far ends festival ends festival big because that's like i was around the corner from my my secondary school legit like i kissed my i had my first kiss in that park bro (laughs) like yeah for hundreds so like performing there was like it was mad but at the same time we were doing the opening set like I got cut my set got cut do you know what I mean I was like oh. did it yeah 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 they cut everyone do, they cut everyone's set but like just having your set cut was like oh man like mm. this is the moment and I didn't at the time the day on the day I was pissed I was like raging I just stormed off I dropped the mic I was pissed bro but mm like 
taking in afterwards and seeing all the anticipation to it before, you're like, yo, man, it's like, whatever. It's still a massive, massive, massive deal. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a proud shared, moment. shared stage with those names. Like. You know what I mean? Like, you're seeing like Damian Marley, like Burner Boy, you're backstage and like someone's just pinging it past on one of them things. No, I didn't, man. I spoke to like who I knew, so like Shay Lingo, Mira May, um, Jazz Karius, uh, Caddy Art was there, mm. lots of there. Masego, I was on stage when Masego was performing actually. I was just on the side, like just filming. And I, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, who else did I see? I saw Jay Barvin quickly. Dave was there. There was quite a lot of people there that you just bump into, yeah, and yeah. say hi to, and whatever. And I think that was like the week after I'd signed, so everyone was like, "Oh my god, congrats!" Oh, yeah, yeah, so it was it was nice. And that was the week before my twenty fifth as well. Wow, it was like a proper. That was a nice mad, time, mad, man. mad week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice, definitely nice. But um, uh, that's a highlight. Every headline show that I've done is a highlight, hundred percent. Um, Camden Assembly, Notting Hill. Um, I think the BBC Radio London thing was a highlight because you're not on there. You're not your song's not just getting played. You're on there. You're getting interviewed. You're talking mm-hmm. about things that mean something, and that's like real. But I remember looking onto Twitter afterwards. Yeah. And this old white man, he was like, oh, I need to stop playing this gang hip-hop shit. And I was like, bro, like, I'm just... Because like, it's Glide. Glide, acoustic <laughs> on piano, do you know what I mean? I'm like, bro, that, how does that... How, how is that <laughs> gang shit? But, yeah, that was nice. Just quickly also on production, like, mm. obviously you produce a lot of your own records. Right? Yeah. Did that come hand-in-hand hand with your artistry? Or was mm, that... No, that was... So as I said, I was first in studio. J Five was the first like professional yeah, yeah. studio that I went to. So I used to just watch him because he's been a wizard for like way before he come out with all the J Hus stuff. He's been the guy. Yeah, everyone was telling me that. Oh, he's so talented, man! And he used to stay there all night, like leave, come back, and he's still there working on the same song. So I used to watch what he did religiously, and this was when I was like rapping, so I could rap and I could play piano a little bit so I used to always try and do a little something here and there then I went to college to do music production didn't listen in any of the classes I was just on YouTube just mm-hmm. like watching tutorials and stuff but um yeah that I think production was something that was a lot more taught I had to learn a lot of right. more about that I had to do a bit more research into that and what what made you do that being pissed off at like no producers being about I'd be like yo has any producers got any original beats and like no one would hit me so mm. I'd say alright cool I'll just make my own and listen to something and just copy it exactly or as close as I could right that's how I would practice and then so eventually you know. I'd started to make things out a bit more original Dope. and now I kind of I feel like I've got like control over the whole, whole sound so mm. 100% man yeah what's your deepest motivation I can't go back do you know what I mean I can't now I'm at the stage I'm in too deep to fall off like I'm still up and coming but for me I'm in too deep to fall off and go back to like a a 9 to 5 or worse do you know what I mean I can't I just can't like I'm so in control of everything that I'm doing at Mm -hmm. the moment I can't go back to that so that's like one motivation then I got like loved ones that you know I want to put on for and myself, like I, I do want to do things. Like I, I got my, I got my car today. Congrats! I got man. my car today this morning. <laughs> I got delivered this morning, and I thought, saw it, and I thought, yeah, that's sick. But 
now that's a financial commitment I've got to pay for that every month for mm-hmm. X amount of time so like I can't I'm in too deep to fall off basically so I've got to keep I've got to keep working but then what's next because I know there's a project in the, like you there's said there's a project, project in the works it sounds great man I yeah. can't like I've really like yeah I, I think it's sick like where's, where's the exclusive bro? PR's like nah (laughs) nah um, you got a couple things in the works around the project like big for me it's more like I don't know because people have heard a lot of things in drips and drabs you've heard singles you've heard EP Mm -hmm. but this is like the most me that it can possibly be if that makes sense this is like the closest thing to me like I've got production on most of the songs most I've been there from like the making of every song from start to finish um and this is the like yeah this is the closest thing to me that I can what are we taught is have. it an EP is it a long it's project? not an EP it's not right. an, it's so longer full than on an EP. full length yeah yeah full length it's <laughs> serious man like I've worked on it for a long time and I've put a lot of effort into it and it's same thing it's very eclectic Lo- loads of different sounds I think I'm experimenting a lot more on some things but I think this is like me becoming the person that I'm meant to be. If that right. makes sense. Because even like, um, I just wanted to bring everything together, everything I'm doing. Because also alongside making music, I work at a mental health and music charity yep. as well. And that's like, I'm trying to like, not necessarily with the music, but around the launch and stuff. I want to bring that more, more of that kind of stuff right. into attention. It's become more, um, valuable stuff, things that can people can take more away from, rather than it just being good music that you can listen to. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Because I was going to ask you, you know, oh. why is that? Why is that so close to your heart? Um, yeah, man, it's a charity called Key Changers. Um, it's just I don't know. Like everyone goes through mental health. I've got a lot of people close to me that have gone through mental health. I've gone through my own mental health struggles. I think everyone has mental health struggles. I think it's the same as like physical health. So if you get a cold it's like the equivalent of having a low day where you're a bit depressed you know what i mean i think i think the two are the two are completely linked yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. but we don't know about it yet it's still something that we're learning about mm. every day and um so with key changes they're a charity that they have we have um we deal with recovery of people that have gone through that mental health breakdowns and been on psychiatric wards and right we bring them into the studio they get to record they get to just talk they get the chance to perform for each other as well and um yeah it's valuable because i think even when i go there every week i go there like twice a week and i see the change in people over time like the recovery of them and that means to be honest it means just as much as this other music stuff that i do do you know what i mean because like yeah it's, it's you see it's very rewarding seeing directly the impact that your work can do and 100%. I don't think it's any ever something that I would want to leave behind. Yeah. No man, that's mm. well. Huge huge props to you for that. Man. Appreciate it's it. It's very man. important. Yeah. I normally end on two questions. <laughs> yeah. So I do this with everyone. First one is what was the first piece of music you remember getting hold of or purchasing? It's not the f- the first piece that comes to mind is Retro to um black and white. Wow, that was yeah, a, that was yeah, a yeah. big album. That was a massive album. I remember that was like, I was religiously listening to Retro yeah. T back then. He's like, yeah. You, you just mentioned earlier about like, you listen to his freestyle and that's all yeah, inspired. Yeah, yeah. Did you appreciate how much of a wordsmith he was at 100%. that age? His wordplay was mad. I like, 
He was 23. I think he did a, the one that I heard. He was like, today I'm too free. But that's funny because I'm still free to you. And I was like, yo, you're just, you're just bare good. Like, yeah. he's just very good with words. And yeah, he's like a big inspiration of mine lyrically, I think. If, if there's any, Pete, someone that you can say is a direct influence, I'd say he's probably the closest thing. Yeah. But yeah, black and white. Mm. Incredible. And finally, stage or studio? studio oh i don't know no <laughs> six months of the year studio six no, no, months no, it's <laughs> right. no i gotta say studio then i gotta say studio yeah like I'm a, yeah i'm a music geek in it so like i see like being on the computer making beats that's for me like the equivalent of someone playing playstation mm. and i could do that all day so yeah studio what does the stage feel like though stage is sick when you're on stage but like <laughs> everything else is mad headache like you got Oh, is there any guest list? Can mm. I get a plus one? Uh, Stevie can worry about that. <laughs> does, bro. I don't even like, ah, oh, Stevie on the day of the show, man. <laughs> nah, so I've started like turning off my phone on show days because yeah. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. But studio, it's your own. You, there's no rules. It's whatever you want to do. So I'd say studio. 100% man. George, yeah. it's a pleasure, bro. Pleasure, man.